Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. Hello! Welcome everyone to the Nerd On Update, the weekly show where we bring you our favorite nerdy news that excites us and it's the only thing that actually matters. But also the second part where we answer questions from you, the audience, the people, the lovely, the uh, sexy people who, who listen to the show and watch it on, on live. Sexy. Um, so with that being said, we don't introduce the host. My name's Tom. Go ahead, Josh. <laughs> Whoa. Thanks. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Corey is confused. <laughs> Caitlin's here, too. Uh, I'm going to start out by saying something very important. Mm. Hashtag free Britney. Hashtag oh, free yeah. Britney. For real, though. Um, For real, though. They said that all those years ago, and we never listened. I mean, I did. I don't, know, I don't know if they, but um, Chris Crocker deserves his flowers. That's all right. There or their go. flowers. Chris. Yeah. Chris said all um, those years ago. Yeah, so... Uh, I don't think I've ever talked about this, but back in junior high, uh-huh. uh, I had a big Britney face. Oh, nice. For her music, actually. Well, yeah. I was way into her music. It was probably the first concert that I ever went to, sans Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Nice. Um, oh, and... Way better. I went to 98 Degrees. Nice. Mm. I think Alan Jackson was in somewhere close. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, it's about Britney. I've always really been a big fan of her and respected her and had no idea what she was actually going through. I think a lot oh. of society didn't actually know. Of course not. What was she was just thrown thrown under the media bus for many many years, parodied all this kind of stuff, and then you actually reported on the documentary that came out a few a uh, few months ago that talked about her being in a conservatorship, and basically it's shit. Yeah. It's a whole lot of stuff that is really gross. And this past week. Britney spoke to a judge and laid it all out there and basically was like, listen, I know that I said I was okay, but I'm not, I'm not okay. And she really laid out the details and I read through the transcript and it's just, it's sickening. Yeah. There are some things that make me, the thing is, this is just only like a, the documentary was kind of like a scratch the surface. It was just kind of a step for a first step of like, Hey guys, this is happening. This is like, a, a, a uh, reporter called it a watershed moment mm-hmm. where everybody can go, oh, shit. And it, what was great about it is that the judge was receptive and listened. But this is just the beginning. Yeah. Because there's a lot that there's a lot of things that need to go in into the whole because a, a conservatorship is not something that is handled lightly. No, no. It's, it's nobody for, has yeah. ever asked to get out of one. Mm-hmm. Not many successful. Have, yeah. Because, yeah. because people who are in conservatorships are typically people who don't have, like, the brain function to ask for those kind of things, yeah. to contest it. And it is so that they can prevent harm to other people and with their wealth that they have. But the fact yeah. that Britney has been able to perform for the last 13 years unhindered and still under the conservatorship of her person and of her finances. And some of those performances, oh. and, performances. And to it were forced performances. I mean, the thing that really – I mean, there's a lot about it. I mean, there's there's – she doesn't have a control of her body her no. creative expression, whether she can get married or not, whether mm-hmm. she can have kids or not. Family planning. Uh, the fact that Didn't they her therapist it? was in on it and like Ugh. there's medication. There's a lot. And uh, I, for one, am just- Free Britney. Uh, free Britney. Hashtag just, free Britney. I, like- it's just, as the kind of person that I am, no person should ever be under that. No. 
I think yeah. to your point, yeah, this is a complete watershed moment because I think I'm a little bit on the opposite end of the scale where like I'm a little bit younger and my sister was really into Britney, but like I only kind of experienced her as like this sexualized girl who was like really hot and, you know, oops, I did it again and all this stuff. So to me, I was like, oh, she's some hot star, right? Performer mm-hmm. person. Hot performer person. But then kind of realizing like, you know, as I got older and matured, I realized how much it goes into like the like that life, but then also realizing that at the end. On, the, on top of it, she doesn't own her life. She doesn't own her money. Yeah. And her family laughs about it. And it's yeah. just like, you know, if you follow me on this show as much as you, as as I, I've been talking about it, I'm all for the liberation of artists yeah. and creators and stuff like that. So it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. It's kind of like she was like, because when you're a child star, there's a certain amount of control that goes into it where the, the parents, the agents and all this kind of, it's like she's been a perpetual child star yeah. and it's still being... Her success, what she's, Still I love what she said. What I love that she says, she says, I'm not good at what I do. I'm great at what I mm-hmm. do. And there are people that are just holding her under this. And I just. And she was also like, let's be honest, I do still need therapy. Yeah. And I was oh, like, yeah. she she has the cognizance to be like, I'm not saying to stop all the things that I need, but I need to have control over it. Like, I yeah. should not be, uh, I should not be working for the people I pay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I was like. <sighs> Even uh, Chris, Chris Cocker. Crocker, who made, Crocker, Crocker, Crocker. Who made the uh, leave Britney kinda, alone, yeah, leave Britney alone kind of parodied video. Yeah. in two thousand eight, went on like we need to. She needs. Well, it's like it's sad. Like the she had a one of the worst days of her lives, and we've been reposting it for fifteen years. For comedy, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing where it's like even in, in the free Britney documentary that they have on YouTube for free, you can watch an hour long. It's very very good. Uh, you have a bunch of celebrities who are like, if we just left her alone, she'd probably be just fine. But we mm-hmm. keep shining the spotlight in her face and all that stuff. And like Perez Hilton was under fire because he's done so much to damage her career and mm-hmm. all that, in that way. And which is just like, you know, hopefully. And it's so funny because I think about these moments and it's like how many things like Demi Lovato, JoJo, Kesha, all these all these other female oh. artists who get like kind of just destroyed for the the greater society's amusement. And then all of a sudden, like knock on wood, you know, a celebrity takes their life and then it's like oh we should have done something so like you should have shut you the did. fuck up you That's actually you did do things have. yeah and so <laughs> it's like I, I i just i get heartbroken about that stuff yeah yeah it's understandably it's, so i mean it's already infuriating to know that like um labels can take take advantage of of creatives and that kind of thing but then to to not even be able to have bodily autonomy like mm. a, a mm-hmm. forced iud lithium all that kind of stuff like yeah. you like forcing things into your person that's a whole yeah that's like that's human rights realm issue of, of 50 shades of cray yeah, yeah. that's that's Hand like that's next level scary so yeah 100 free britney next uh next <laughs> i'll go next um so uh kotaku uh saw by kid screen um that there's going to be Final Fantasy IX animated series. Saw that. I'm very interested to see uh, what what sort of style and genre they do with it because um, they're aiming for like eight to thirteen year old kids. Um, but there's like I can see that. There's like a lot of dark stuff. I just mean from a style but, standpoint. But, but like if you look at the design, but Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, I get that. But like, there's like oh, what did it say? Uh, I love this article that was like. Um, It'll be interesting to see how they deal with the, uh, oh my gosh, I can't find it, of course, now. It was like, yeah, genocide and uh, themes of death and depression and war. 
that's going to make it palatable for eight to thirteen year olds. Um, that's a Gundam show. Yeah, Gun- Gundam has genocide. But, in but they're also that's. I feel like that's still meant for like older, like mid teen, young teen to like mid slash older teen. That's like more thirteen to seventeen. I feel like, and this is like eight to thirteen, which is like a different. And and I get that like kids are smarter than we give them credit for and everything. I mean, also but, uh, Avatar. Yeah, it's, a, it's about supremacy and and also a lot of genocide. Yeah, and they just do it, and that's Nickelodeon. We're supposed to be like four kids only. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it can happen. The, the, it's uh, about the writing. I always say, yeah, I always say that the modern audience is sophisticated enough to do it. Just got just depends how you do it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You yeah, got yeah. Seto Kaiba chopping people up with blue eyes, white dragon cards. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> uh, but this is going to be from Cyber Group Studios, and they're also going to be doing merchandise, uh, merchandise licensing. So we're going to get VV plushes. And I mean, if you look stuff. at the design of Final Fantasy IX oh, yeah. compared to all the other ones, like, oh, that's totally a kid's. A, a kid's. Like, you got a character that has a lion tail. Mm-hmm. He's the cool lion guy. He is. He is cool. He Ti- really is. Some Inuyasha, some shoujo stuff. You know what I'm saying? Titus was 10. Right. Okay. No. It's not like that. Anyway, uh, I just know that I, he's all about Yuna, and Yuna's all about him, and they all sat. I didn't see anything about when it's going 10. to be. It's that's just 10. more that it's happening. So that's okay. kind of all we know at the moment. Yeah. But either way, it's very exciting because the, the game is really good. That's Fun it. stuff. Yeah. Who's up? Lastly. Lastly. Me. What do we got? Well. What is this segment called? Uh, a few weeks ago, I didn't have a particular kind of news. Okay, and then okay. someone called me out. Okay. And then said I wasn't. Oh, he's pulling out a bag. This thing. Just wow. Yeah, he's yeah, why don't Because that's right in his shot. Oh, that's. I'll right. hold on to that for now. And so I have to just get ready for everyone and pull out the hat. Oh, oh my god! god. You have a DC. I have a DC fandom hat. Fandom hat that I'm wearing right now. Okay. And I just he's don't. Put it on I just want to make sure that everyone knows to not ever doubt to, you. To forget to not forget that I am the DC boy. And I'm here to stay, and no one He's pulling should forget. He did say that he had a shtick, and it might go on for a bit. And oh, no, I, no, he said he'd take, he'd take it mild. I, 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 uh, I'm, I'm trying to do it. Mild. This is mild? Yeah. As, as mild as I can. Four well, action I'm figures. Mild. To, this is mild for Tom. I'm, I'm trying not to slam the table. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, why I'm being look at these mild. McFarlane. I pulled out these McFarlane oh, toys because I told okay. Josh yeah, that I, yes. I fell, succumbed to it. We're going to put them down. I'm not going to have them up there the entire time. too late. Just for the bit. Just for your news, and then we'll take them down. And also, I found... The actual emblem that was from Zack Snyder's gym from Batman vs Superman. What? That I have. This is a metal thing that was adorned onto like the 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 weight racks. Wow. Careful with it. So, um, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I've done so much for DC. I should be getting paid, Here, I'll but Vanna, I don't. I'll Vanna the, White this while he goes. In, in no in no uh, derogatory way, Tom. You are the DC shill. You should yes, be making money. I should be making money. Secondly. Um, which brings me to my first bit of news. Leave them up. Well, well I, I, I want to. I want to. Okay. Well, leave them there for your news, and then we'll take them down. I'm going to take off the hat. Okay. Uh, first thing, the new, the last Shang Chi trailer came out. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, right, uh, Marvel. And yeah, now, take them down. <laughs> take them down. <laughs> and now right. for something completely different. <laughs> and a lot of people were it's, excited about it, it. A lot of people really like it. And uh, again, to me, it's something that Marvel has done really well. Is kind of doing the the first ups, right? The first superhero all in one. Uh, film team up and all that stuff. The first, um, you know, female. No, they didn't do the first female, but uh, the first black lead uh, in in a big way in a Marvel cinematic, which was Black Panther. Even though we had Blade beforehand, but Shang Chi is going to be a really big thing. Um, 
anyways, so that's the one thing I want to say. It's like, trailer came out. I'm here for it. It's yep. cool. But the big thing, a date that I do know of, 9-7, mark it in your calendar, September 7th this year. Guess what? 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 Zack Snyder's Justice League comes out, UHD 4K Blu-ray. Oh. Steelbook. I'm in. Um, and a lot of people on the internet. Can we go to the store together and get it? We can go to the store. All right, cool. Um, or I just. Aww, or, or I just pre- or I pre-ordered it online. I don't know. Oh, but I'll buy multiple right. copies. Yeah, you're probably. right. Um, that being said, a lot of people are on the internet who are for the Restore the Snyder Cut movement are upset because it says um, Zack Snyder's comic book trilogy or trilogy, whatever, right? Um, if you know, you could buy the box set for John Wick's trilogy, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. also the Matrix trilogy, and also yeah. the Indiana Jones trilogy. All these movies that have four movies. Yes, involved. the trilogy. So just because it's in the box setting, it just sounds nice as a package. Don't worry about it. If you still offer the movement, fucking keep fighting, keep it civil, be respectful. Hashtag Restore Snyder Cut. Um, and uh, that that that's uh, that's kind of the last bit of news. I mean, there's one little follow up to ba- hashtag Batman Goes Down. Warner Brothers hit a copyright strike with that. Yeah, they did. They slapped wow. Zack Snyder with the copyright strike. Yeah, so it kind of sh- image, yeah. It kind of shows in a little bit of weird, like. So you're acknowledging you're acknowledging that that's yeah. your character. Warner Brothers, yeah, and that's the thing where it's like Warner Brothers stopped showing your ass. <laughs> like everyone forgot about it, and I thought it was like the fun internet thing for like the week. And then if you hit it with the copyright strike, everyone's going to talk about it. Yeah, and um, it's really cool because on one of his crew shirts, uh, it has this phrase of "If I advance, follow me. If I retreat, kill me. If I die, avenge me." And then so he showed a, a pic of the copyright strike, and he's like, "If I advance," and so everyone's like, "Okay, we know what he's talking about." That means like they're paying attention, they're keeping an yeah. eye on these yeah. things. Yeah, I hear things. It's pretty much like Things what happening after the Ann Sarnoff interview, where they're like, "Are you going to release the snap the 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 air cut?" And she said, "We're not going to release the air cut." And it's like, "So you." say that there is an air <laughs> It's like that kind of shit where it's like, you, you, you're you digging your own grave in that way. Be like Meyer Lansky. Is yeah. there a organized crime? I have no knowledge of what that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, God. But no, it's it's that kind of stuff where, so it's it's interesting. Um, anyways, all you comic book fans and lovers, be, ref- be respectful um, and, and choose kindness. Be generous. Never be mean. Love be the things you love. Yeah. Be loved. Support them. Yeah. All right, Tom, I'm going to pass That's this computer it. back to you. Okay, cool. Thank you. And uh, that's all the news. Josh. That is all the news. The next part of our show is in which we answer questions from you, the people. And if you would like to submit questions, there are so many ways, and I'm going to make it easy. Go to nerdon.tv backslash questions, and all of the ways are listed there, uh, including one right now. If you come to us live on Twitch on Sundays at 3 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time, you can submit questions into the chat. And Tom will. Uh, I'll, I'll read them off and we'll He'll ask. He'll hectically copy and paste them. It's it's fun to watch. You see your shot over there with I all will, those toys? I will. I will. Yes, I am. <laughs> okay, I cool. Just making sure. great violence with this. Yes. So, you can ask questions. That's what she's. Oh, actually, it really is. quick piece of uh, housekeeping. If you are a member of the Nerd On Nation, mm. that is powered by Patreon, mm. yes. you get what we call the Nerd On Nudge. Not only do you get to help us in creating high quality content and to continue being the best that we can be, you get to have that nerd on nudge where we will answer your questions first. Like for instance, the way you help us out real quick, I just want to get, we've shouted this out a few times, but go watch our video episodes from like a year ago Mm -hmm. and watch them now. Mm -hmm. Yes. Cause y'all did that. Yeah. It's, I actually was, I was, I was even listening to one of our first episodes that was just audio. Yeah. And it's pretty incredible. 
just what we've been able to, how we've been able to upgrade. And then if you watch the, it's almost like our trailer is now out of date. It is. And I made it three months ago. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we have to like, yeah, it's good. It's neat. (laughs) It's a good problem to have. Yes, it is. The nation is is amazing. It's one of those problems you're like, all right, that one I can handle. Yeah, exactly. All the mics breaking at once is not a good problem. No. No. Why did I say that? Why did you do that? Uh, So you can ask questions like... Spencer, shout out, asks, what nonfiction book has had the biggest impact on you? Good question. Uh, the, the time traveler thing. Uh, n- to- to- tra- Traveler's Tollbooth. Phantom, Phantom Tollbooth, toll yeah. That's the answer. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I was like, what are you doing? The yeah, I couldn't tell tra- if you were trying to say time traveler, Tolkien, Tolkien traveler. Yeah, the Phantom Tollbooth is definitely. Uh, it was a book my dad gave me. Shout out. Mm-hmm. That's uh, nonfiction. Oh, sorry. I thought it said that is fiction. Nonfiction. What nonfiction oh, book has had the biggest non-fiction. impact? None. Oh. None at all. Uh, I think. Well, the Like Brothers. Mm. Like Brothers is a book by Mark and Jay Duplass oh. uh, that talks about how they got into Hollywood and their story and what they believe creativity can be and what they believe. Uh, cameras in the hands of the right people can can do to the industry. It's a pretty cool book. I that's like one of like a handful of nonfiction books I read. I'm I'm a fiction guy. Mm-hmm. Real life is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather spend my time somewhere okay. else. I get it. I get it. Um, I have an answer. Yeah. Okay. Um, I read a lot of nonfiction. It's actually most of the books that I've read. Uh, one recent one is one called uh. Unfuck Yourself uh, by Gary John Bishop. Uh, He's a Scottish writer, and it literally changed my life. Uh, There are certain things that you hear about in kind of the the self-improvement world, and just the way that he said these things, it was like it spoke to me, because I'm not, I don't, we joke about this, but like the woo-woo that's -hmm. sometimes in in self-improvement, he wasn't about that at all. He was, it was very straightforward and, uh, I made a rather large health decision in my life recently, and one of the reasons was what he said in his book. And and I've never been about being like a, I can't stand the notion of being a victim uh, and just saying that anything that happens to me is something out here. And he really spoke to that part of me and made me kind of go, you are complaining or you are holding on to things that you actually have control over. And he asks the question of like, what are you willing or what are you unwilling to do? And it, it really puts something in my head of like, this all comes down. Even if you're continuing something that you want to change, there's a certain amount of willingness to continue doing that. And it mm. just, it really, it hit me hard, hard. Oh, uh, and Lord. I just said to myself, I'm unwilling to live that life, that li- that life no more. So, uh, awesome. Yeah. Unfuck yourself. Jerry Good answer. John, Gary John Bishop. Kaylin, hmm. Tom. You have one? I have two. Okay. Um, I kind of have, I'm going to do one. Um, I'm doing one right now, and it's probably the most active I remember. Like, oh, this is nonfiction. Um, but one is from my film professor, um, Professor oh, yeah. Doug Rice, or Dr. Doug Rice. Shout out. Um, and I bought this book off Amazon, um, which you could go to our website and see our support page and see you could go buy stuff through our link. Is that the teacher who's a little intense? He is very intense. Okay. He was like my <laughs> own uh, whiplash teacher. Yeah. Um, he never threw anything at me, but he would say things like, "I 
took me more time to I, I took more time to read your final thesis than you did than you took to write it. Ooh. Like he would do there, Yeah, like there that. was one line you told me like uh like I want to say like a year ago about him and I was like, "Oh, damn." So when we were talking about Whiplash, you're like he would say something like Oh, I wish I could remember. It was such a good line. And it was like a cut to the core of you like, uh-uh, yeah, yes, yes, daddy. I mean, he, he, he made <laughs> yes, me daddy. actually fear like actually failing for the first time. Mm, yeah. Like before it's like, oh, I fail. I lost like 500 bucks because that's how much a class cost, right? But he was like, if you're a failure, then you're never going to like, you're a garbage piece of per- like human being. Like it was that kind yeah. of stuff. Like it was something about meeting films at their level or something like that. But yeah. It was, it was Really key. I mean, one thing that he really broke, he opened up to me was he was talking about if you love Kurosawa films and you're born in America, I'm sorry, you're not going to understand half the film. And he's like, you can enjoy it, but like there is subtext in this film that only Japanese people are going to understand. And he was like, that's something you'll just have to get over. And the fact that there are films such like this, yet all of you guys like clamor for like a blockbuster tells me how illiterate the people are today now. I'm just like, oh that's what it was. It was just like, oh my God. It yeah. was that kind of stuff. And so like, I, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I, I do my fair bit of like, uh, he would say, he would say the truths that would hit you like a, like a baseball bat. Yeah. Like, oh, and, and, and oh, I, and I mean, he would say things that like you probably should not say in an academic setting for sure. <laughs> um, but, they, but they had a positive impact on you in long run. Yeah. Like he would, you know, pretty much tell us like how, like, like, like intelligently, like, dumb we were and how infinitesimal and infantile we were compared to everyone else he's like you think this person's a good writer because they got an academy award that doesn't mean anything he's like this person their intelligence is down here i'm like oh my god he would just say that kind of stuff and yeah. like you, you it was like this gospel truth it was a little it was a little cult making for sure but anyways <laughs> this book and this is where like i the reason why i i this agree with his it, book th- his book it's called um when love was um, and I think I like did a little video for it because I wanted to read this passage and it's a pillow book. And so it's a little, and so he, he's all about photography. And so he took like these old film cameras and he would take photos of like people and on his travels. And he's from originally from Philadelphia, um, or Pittsburgh. I think he's from Pittsburgh and, uh, he would just take pictures and he would, you know, marry them with a passage that he would write. And then some of the things were just like, you know, he would create this character and he'd say like, this man never knew the loneliness that was in his heart until he loved a woman with all his heart. And like these kind of things, like the old wounds breathed as if like it was the autumn fall, like coming into the, like, the, the warm poetry, house. like that really beautiful stuff where it was just like, this is a man who definitely was hurt a lot. And like knowing that, like he actually has like a really strained relationship with his children, like really started hitting me where I was like, Oh, this man really just kind of wants to be with his kids again. And like they're like grown women now, they're like sure. in their twenties and stuff like that. And he's just like every time I try to leave school, like the ins- the school institution, like all I want to do is just spend time with my daughters. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like when I when you read this, I'm like this is this man putting his heart and soul into a pillow book. Yeah, <laughs> and a pillow book is just supposed to be d- it's like, not fiction. It's yeah. nonfiction. Okay. And so like it's like as the aspects of things that in his life, but he's written it down in poetry and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh my god. Can I? Uh, do you mind if I ask? Do you still are you still in contact with him from time to time? Uh, I mean, I'll tag him, shout out. He's like, thank you, Thomas. Very cool. <laughs> like, do you do you mind if I ask? Did you send him your short film? No. Which one? Half a glass. No. I'm terrified. <gasps> oh my no. god! I think you should. It. Terrified. Ooh, no. What if you got him to watch it? Terrified. And then you had him on the show to talk about no, movies. No. He he is he is st- like the. Fact Why do you do that, Caitlin? He's he's For like fun. now we have to. Yeah, no, I know. Now he has no. to. Look at Tom. We're gonna find him. You uh, know what? 
as soon as you watch Hot Rod, we can send. Oh, we can send. You know what? Oh no, that would be it, right? That would be it. That would be the thing. Anyways, I do it. Um, but he's a really really cool guy, and he's got a bunch of different other books. I just wanted to ask. Um, but yeah, he's got he's got some some of those kind of books and all stuff. If there's one that's like that's not really nonfiction, then right now I'm reading Jackie Chan's uh, Never Grow Up, and that's oh, oh, so good. That was right in my ear. I tried. I tried. I got off mic right though. there, Caitlin. Yeah, it didn't help. Um, I have two. Um, the Artist's Way by Julia. Oh yeah. Cameron. I mean, um, it says a book, but yeah. Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> She's I don't always care. gonna do that. She's pulling um, a Josh here. Yeah, I know. But the other one that like I read over and over and over and over again was uh, the Little House in the Big Woods by Laura Ingle. Mm. That one because it's like an autobiographical novel, but yeah, I don't know why, but I love that book so much. The hardback copy in the elementary school library. I would read it all the time. Oh, I like that. Nice, nice. I thought you were gonna say Little House in the Prairie, but it was much better than that. <laughs> nope, <laughs> much better. Yep. All right. Next question comes from Noe. 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 What past or upcoming film project would you cast yourself in, and as who? <laughs> oh man. Tom, cast why, yourself. Why, why, is Kayla, why, why? Why do all you guys look at um, I just saw her look at you. Me? So. Um, okay, I'm going <laughs> to cast myself. Um, uh, next upcoming movie. You know what's actually funny? On Twitter, I posted like how I wanted to write and direct Batman Beyond. Uh-huh. A bunch of people took it as I want to be Batman Beyond. I was like, no. No, no, I don't want to I've be him. I've been no. trying to get Tom and Dar's sketches for years, and he <laughs> like, won't do it at that level. And a lot of people very nice. was like, you, you know, you got the look. And I was like, Thank you. <laughs> but I was like, no. I was like, there's much more talented people who could do it better than I would ever dream to do it. Um, but if I'm going to cast myself in a movie, it's a franchise? It doesn't say just that. It just says next upcoming movie. It just says past or upcoming film project. Oh, okay. Past or upcoming. Film slash project. Oh, uh, I mean, okay. Then I want to be, um, I want to be in friggin' Dune. I want to be in Dune, Ch- Children of Dune. Or, yeah, Children of Dune, and I will be Leto the Second, which you all don't know. <laughs> you don't know who that is. But when you do, you'll be like, oh, this guy. Oh. Let's just say, oh. let's just say, God Emperor. Ugh. God Emperor. <sighs> but it's really sad. <laughs> but it's really good. Caitlin, what do you got? I want to be Power Girl. Oh, yeah. I want to be Power Girl. I don't care what in, but I want to be Power Girl. That's Fair it. enough. I like it. Jack Skellington, or <laughs> I don't even know if I could pull that off. <laughs> That's really cool. But yeah. what do you got? Um, I mean, when I was a kid, I always wanted to be in the Looney Tunes. Just any character, really. Like any of the Looney Tunes, or you want to be like Michael Jordan in the Space Jam? No, like Looney, like <laughs> want... old school Looney Tunes. Do you want to be not Michael like Space Jordan? Jam Looney Tunes? Huh? Oh, so Do you, you want would... to be Michael Jordan? You would want to voice a cartoon character. I would want to voice a cartoon mm, character. I want to be That's a what I Tune. always wanted to. When That's I was a kid, I, I, first screen name I ever had was Cartoon uh-huh. Crazy Boy, because I loved oh. Looney Tunes. Like that was my. Why haven't we done an episode? I don't know. We had Bob Bergen on. That was we like did. that was yeah, like, that was like a dream. Through, yeah, through Marvin Martian. Martian. Now we gotta get now we get Eric Bowser on the on the show. He's like oh, the yeah. voice of all of them. Yeah. 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 So that was like currently like with uh, with like voiceover. That's. Like in my dream, like that, I really want to do video back games. From your childhood, yeah. It's like I now that I'm going back to acting, I'm like my dream in VO is video games and cartoons. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Just love it. What about you? 
Batman Beyond live action. No, just, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I uh, just had to say that. I'm so sorry. Uh, I don't know. I I like being in Tom's things. I really do. Yes. Yeah, um, so that I'm a sucker for like any sort of project that that echoes Tom's stuff like that or like beginners or something that's a little more grounded. I'm. I'm writing something right now that's a little more personal that I'm going to send to Tom pretty soon to see, but that that would probably be it. I'd want Tom to take uh, a big part on that. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see. Be in it? No, like like oh. I would want to be in it. I don't want to act. <laughs> but I would want yeah. him to, yeah. Direct. Yeah. Or, I'd, pro- or produce. No, I'd like want to, I'd want to do like a, like a Coen Brothers thing, like a co-direct uh, something ah. with you. So. Uh, I was I very excited to get to work with him recently in front of the camera. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But like, I really, I working on half a glass and stuff like that. Just And, you know, PAs is fun and all. I, I was technically only in PAs because we didn't have anyone else. Uh, but I enjoy the more uh, subdued, grounded, dealing with real life stuff. Real life stuff. Yeah. I'm not, I don't want to be in any sort of like big superhero y Transformers type. Big thing, like I just want to <laughs> do scenes with people. It's cool. I love, oh, yeah. I I always loved drama. There was just something about yeah, it. Like, I mean, dude, it, being it, it's it drama, dark comedy, that yeah. kind of stuff. Like, like I could do a dark comedy, but even then, that's still more subdued than you know. PAs is crazy. And yeah, I, it's fun. It's it's a different type of thing. PAs but PAs is amazing. If you uh, haven't seen PAs, go watch PAs. I would love Tom stuff is my answer to the question. <laughs> I have actually a Tom lot. stuff and dad stuff. I actually have a lot of like small pitches for stuff that have just come come off. Like I have some ideas. We'll, we'll talk about okay. that. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> anyway, next. Next question comes from Gamer Fuji. Shout out. Shout out. Hello. Follow thank up you, question. Thank you for, right thank you for all right the shout images out. and all oh. the, the meme stuff you've been making. Shout out. Salpe was killing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, I want to apologize real quick on air about how bad my guess that Gator Grumper thing has been. It's been a lot of gibberish lately, and I'm going to reel that in. I promise. <laughs> All right. She asks, who would be your dream guest to have on the show, and what would you want to talk oh about God. with them? Whoa. Good question. I Okay. I've, I've, got, an, I've got an answer. Oh. Uh, this is something like since we started Nerd On, since we started Nerd On, and I have. Oh, I know it. I know it. I have. I it. The cool thing yeah. is, yeah, I yeah. have worked with him and I have talked to him via email, mm-hmm. but he said no so far. I think I already know. Mark Hamill. Yep. Yeah. I would Mark love the to have Mark the Camel Hamill. on our show and just talk about camel stuff. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I I would love to have Mark Hamill on and. Of course, talk to him about stuff and things like Star Wars, like Joker, that kind of things. But I would love to do what we do on our show and talk to him about something that he like he's a fan of. Like, yeah. what's his favorite movie or I, I, who knows? It is such a from the interview standpoint, I really enjoy that we we've latched onto that idea. Yeah. The fact that we get to talk to them about something that's they don't get to talk about. But we also don't get to yeah. hear about from them either. And to think like having. Our first major guest, Kevin Conroy. Yeah. To like complete the set, like for me. And I, and I, I mean, I, second, Jeff Nimoy was our first. Yeah. Major. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I do have to like make a shout out to Mr. Hamill. The way that he said no and the reason why he said no was he said that I get a lot of requests to be on podcast. 
If I, do if I can't be on all of them, I don't want to be on any of them. Because mm-hmm. he wants to say yes to all yeah. of them. Legit. Yeah. So he's, he's, he's just... Guy. He knows. Yeah. Yeah. Knows. Um, that's a really good answer. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know if I have one right off the top of my head. Tom? Caitlin? Um... Legit? I don't know. I think maybe it's just in this Zack Snyder. In this time Zack frame. Snyder. I think I would want to just have Zack Snyder just so I can like actually have him like on record because everyone just mischaracterizes him so much as like being this misogynist like dude bro. Mm-hmm. When I'm like, he's actually kind of a just kind of chill dude. And I don't think a lot of people like hone in on that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's got just unfair. And I just feel like if you want to talk about stuff, obviously he'd be like, Yeah, I thought that was really cool. And then I'm just like Are you disgusting? Scott Snyder. Zach Zach Snyder. Snyder. No, Scott Snyder. Snyder, Your boy. He's my boy. He's kind of our boy. Yeah. You're your boy for different reasons. My boy for Batman reasons. Yeah. Um, But uh, Zach Snyder would probably be like right now. I mean, but the dream? The dream director? Or dream person? (laughs) Don't bury the lead too much, Tom. (laughs) I don't know if it'd be Nolan or not. I don't know. I feel like. Oh. I feel like. It'd be a director. Yeah. You know, honestly, I might want to have Guillermo del Toro. Ooh. Just to be like, you know, monsters. and I also heard he's one of the sweetest people. Yeah. Can I, I, I just, I do want to say something. You do have a legitimate company email that you can reach out to people and ask the question. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> we can work that out and just, because you can't get a yes unless you ask. Oh, yeah. The funny thing oh, is that was you miss a hundred percent of the shots that you don't take. We say all these things, but really, it's just that a lot we're all like really shy, and we have to like build ourselves up to ask people if they want to participate. Because exactly. we're Josh, the emails. <laughs> Josh sends every single email. Yeah, I know. Any guest we've had, it's most likely been him sending the email and shitting my pants while I do it. Oh, going, yeah. I just go, I, I write it, and I go ship it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I I do respect Josh because there's been times where I've been like, can we reach out to this person? He's like. I'm going to do it. And then he does it and he goes, hey, just, you do have an email too. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> so good at it. So handsome. I have a way with words. People. He's so handsome and charming. Well, there is, a, there is an art form of facilitating a lot of things like, hey, like your stuff. Would you like our stuff? There's our press kit. There's like, there's a flow. Yeah. There's a, there's a, a real well flow of how to send out like a good invite. Mm-mm-mm. So, and he does it the he best. Kaylin. Kaylin. Anthony Hopkins. I really want to talk to Anthony Hopkins about um, Shakespeare reading a script so many times that he memorizes it well not just that but like he's a composer and he's an artist and how do you spend that time how do you how do you delegate all of these different facets of your life and um, not go insane (laughs) kind of so the father the recent recent email (laughs) the recent uh, film oh the father so good yeah, I watched that. He was excellent, but just the way that they, the way that they edited it. Oh, it's ter- it's so good. It's, it's it's terrifying. It's yeah, it's terrifying. Okay. How good it it's is. It's literally about like Dad no, no. Stuff. I just yeah. it, you started that. I was like, I just wasn't. Well, expecting they, they, that. But yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what it's about, but they make you as an audience feel like what it's about. Yeah. Yes, you're like, whoa, that just happened. Yeah, and so. it, even at the end, you're like, I don't, I actually don't know mm-hmm. what, and then you're just. It's so many emotions. Yeah, um, it's so good. I also I forgot. I have to. It, we'd have to get a translator, but Hayao Miyazaki. Oh. I would. Oh, oh. I don't. I'm, in. I'm gonna be yeah. very honest. I'm not sure how I would feel. Because he's sure. not super cool. Well, it's it's <laughs> just, no. The thing is, he's super cool. 
He's just not chill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's no chill. So like, and the, there's just things that you don't think about. Yeah. Where I, I have a, a book that's a compilation of interviews with him. And the way that he thinks about certain things, there's just no compromise. Yeah, no. So that's 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 the no chill no, no aspect. Chill. Yeah. But it's just he walked like, out of his own son's first movie <laughs> premiere because he thought it was garbage. Right. But so, he was happy because he's like, my son didn't say no. I was like, yeah. Right. So it's one of those things where like, I'd be interested for the conversation, but at the same time, I'm like, it could potentially be soul crushingly demoralizing, <laughs> and I would have to take some time to recover yeah, yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So I'll be right back. I'll be fetal. Definitely, <laughs> definitely not a no, but uh, still like a okay. A soft yes. Soft yes. A soft. Soft yes. Or what's yours? I know you were saying like Ian McKellen. I was thinking. I was like, you there, Sarah no. Patrick Stewart. No, those are good answers though. Uh, Rachel McAdams. I knew come on our show. <laughs> No, my real answer though, if that if that isn't my real answer, I'm still not 100 sure. Uh, I just it just slipped right out of my mind. I would so love yeah, to have Jim gone. Carrey, Tom Hiddleston. Jim Carrey would be great. Uh, Tom Hiddleston would be great. I, you know what? I, just, I totally just lost it. No, the cast no, of totally Always Sunny. I do want to watch Rob McElhenney, Ava DuVernay, Tom Hiddleston talk, and then Rob, maybe smile once. Rob McElhenney would be That'd a be great fine. guest to have on the show. Gugu yeah. Raw. <laughs> Now no. we're just naming all of the people now that we're he likes. Naming my crushes, <laughs> yeah, my celebrity crushes. Uh, no, but I think I think Rob McElhenney would be great. Um, that that'll be my answer. I had another one. I just totally forgot it for the bit. Yeah. So <laughs> sometimes well, you lean too hard into the bit, and that's the that's the that's the you risk alive. you take. The real estate. with these types of things. Um, so yeah, there we go. All right. Is that all the questions, uh, the pre That is all the pre-submitted questions. Tom, take it away. All right. I want to get the first one from Poncho78666. Any of you watch, ever watched Supernatural? And what do you think of the prequel? Okay. So, so I'm going to just preface this with saying I just started watching it this year. Uh, and it's I mean, I'm on season six. And it is, it is in the category of best shows I've ever watched. Oh, Killian Murphy. That was my real answer. <laughs> Oh, okay. That was my real answer. Oh. It was 100% Killian Murphy yeah. as the interview guest I would love to have on here. But Supernatural, speaking of Peaky Blinders being one of the best shows ever, Supernatural is also one of the best shows ever. So I don't know about this prequel. So give it to me, Raw. So Josh and I have finished, or I haven't finished the show, but Josh has finished the show. Kaylin's. I'm on season one. Season one. Still. Season six. So without too much spoilers, the prequel show is about dad. 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 That's all I'm gonna say. Like well, young dad. Well, that's all I could say. There's, well, wait, because but wait, no, because we learned. Because cause that's all I could say. That's all. Without that's spoilers, all I say. there's. But because <laughs> I'll say it like this. Wouldn't it be mom? Because I'll I'll say like this. Things that I've said before we started recording. Also, you, there's not just one actor that portrays dad. Yes, I know that. So that's it. Okay, we'll talk off air. So that's it. We'll talk off air. Okay. Well, but this is but the, are you this, excited? This is the, the the hard part. Yeah, there's there's a little bit of so drama. It, it's gonna be show ran by Jensen Ackles and Danielle Ackles. Yes. Jared Padalecki was never part of the conversation. And he found out about it on yes, Twitter like yeah. everyone else. And the showrunner for Supernatural is not even Eric Kripke or Did he uh, get arrested for but, punching him too. I don't know, but he like there was a tweet that he put like how how dare you like this is a terrible thing that you've done to like not tell me and be involved in all that stuff. So there's there there's a rift in the Brotherhood. Might might be. 
When was this? I mean, my, this was my, like this week. Oh. Okay, because they had a podcast show together, like a live. They would do a but weekly I have, live show. I've read recently, in literally, when I say recently, I mean the past 24 hours, that they're like, no, we're cool. Oh, I just okay, We're always going to be brothers. I, I just... Yeah. I was just to find grumpy. out that way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, to answer your quick question, is that um, Jared Padalecki, and has been very open about this, has had issues with substance abuse in the past. Oh, it's led I to see. some rough nights like that, um, but has since helped a lot of people on their road to recovery. Um, I think Good. he's still... Well, he's he's Walker, Texas Ranger boy. I know he yeah. is, but I believe he was still in and out with his uh, substance abuse with alcohol. and Maybe. Um, but that's, I think, what you're thinking of was one of those those nights yeah, as well. Yeah. But uh, there, there was just a lot of memes saying, like, Jared Padalecki, me, uh, Sam Winchester. They both deserved more from Dean Winchester. <laughs> and I was like, that's so funny. So it's so funny to see where you guys are at. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think it became like a huge tiff like uh, like YouTube drama because they're adults and they know how to be in Hollywood. Um, yeah. But yeah, so how do I feel about it? I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, I guess yeah. they it's are. Yeah, they. I'm glad to hear that because I mean, all I've read is that they've they were like actual brothers on set. Oh yeah, yeah. They've known each other for yeah 15 plus years and yeah. worked with each other. They probably seen each other more than they've seen their own own family. Yeah. Oh. I'm assuming there's a lot more behind the scenes that we yeah, don't know about. They're then. good though. Yeah. 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 Good. Good. Um, yeah. Next question. This is from last week. Uh, this is from Nate Hawk, nineteen eighty nine. Um, are there any movies coming out this year that y'all are most excited about that you're really looking forward to discuss and review? For me, F nine, also Jurassic World Dominion, preview in IMAX, Black Widow, The Suicide Squad, Shang Chi, Venom two, Eternal, Spider Man, and Sing two. It's a lot that they just got listed. Uh, Dune. Yeah, I was, gonna, I, was about, I was about to say, I know Tom's excited for Dune. It's not even on the list. Everyone, and it's so funny, I feel like a lot of people are like, Tom, why aren't you excited about Dune? We've seen a lot of superhero movies. I'm sure there's going to be a good one, there's going to be a bad one, there's going to be one that might surprise me. But the ones that are likely going to surprise me aren't, I don't think are going to be here. But Dune, we haven't seen It's like Dune. how Mad Max kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, but also like Green Knight. You know, like we haven't seen these kind of films in such a long time, if not ever. Like uh, last, what was it? One Night in Soho, yeah. Edgar Wright film, yeah. Looks, like looks good. Like I know we're the nerd pop culture. Show. Yeah, there, there's there's movies that I'm like I don't think we're gonna do an episode like Respect, the Aretha Franklin mm-hmm. movie. I did you do a bonus? Yeah, we don't normally cover those. It looks wonderful. Yeah, Jennifer Hudson had the stamp of of approval from Aretha, so yeah. it's like there's also. Did you see the documentary that was one of her performances? Uh, it was in a church choir. It was like one of her so big. Not. Oh man, I'm gonna send it to you. Looks send it. Um, amazing. I, didn't, I haven't watched it yet because I want to find someone to watch with me. But also Candyman. Yeah. So for me, Halloween Kills. My answer is The Harder They Fall. Oh. Mm. Uh, it's a Netflix movie coming out with uh, Regina King, Lake Keith Stanfield, a ton of people. Idris Elba. Um. Oh, uh, what's his name? Majors. From, yeah. Uh. Anyway, it looks. It's a western. Tom and I were talking about it before we went live. It's like. It's like Guy Ritchie meets like Zack Snyder meets what else? I think he mentioned Tarantino. Yeah, yeah Tarantino. Tarantino. It looks like a lot of fun, uh, and I'm I the cast is amazing, uh, and I'm, I'm here for Zazie Beetz is in it. I'm a huge fan of hers, so I think that one it was the I didn't hear about it until like three or four days ago. So it's a little it's sleeper. Is that when the trailer, the trailer was released? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So I just had no idea it was even like in talks. Like, oh, they're casting as a Netflix like, movie. I feel like that's been the past year where yeah. a movie comes out and you're like, I 
didn't know this was coming at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that little Netflix, like, summer tr- teaser of all the movies coming out was such, like, a misdirection. Because, like, all these big movies, big stars are like, who, 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 what? Yeah. What is that? I, I mean, and, well, like, because with this especially, Tom, I mean, I loved Boondocks, but Tom got me on the Regina King train with Watchmen. Mm. Uh, and so to see her as the lead in this also, I, as immediately I saw that just the preview, it's just her with the hat and the mask again, just the eyes. I was like, oh, I'm so here for this. I'm <laughs> yeah. here. And Ma Ramey's like, she directed that. Like, yeah. She's having a really yeah. great season. I hope it continues. So that's, that's mine. Caitlin? Suicide Squad and Venom 2. I'll say, I'll say this, the new go, trailer for Suicide go, Squad. <laughs> this is the Thank DC hat. You. Is how, you how, do you, how do you say that? Is that DC girl? DC, DC girl. girl. Uh, I mean, you can still be a DC boy if you want. Bah. It's B O I. It's up well, to you. You know what? We're not I'm here just going to gonna say, I'm going to be DC. There you go. I'm just uh, going to move the. Inaudible. The, 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 yeah. uh, the new trailer sold me more on it yeah. on Suicide Squad than, than the first one. I, I will voice that I was a little bit of the same of like. Superman the ICU. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, Come on man. man. But like, if they make it part of like how cool he is, and like you know, Bloodsport is so cool. But I'm like, Batman shot him in point blank range, and he caught the bullet. Come on, man. And then I'm like, but he is supposed to be better with the bullets or guns. I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, so I'm like, we'll see. It's it's very like oh, this is. Will Smith's character because he's doing it for his daughter. I'm like, come on, is it, is it supposed to be Cavill? What? Oh, well, James Gunn doesn't know, and I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> but he can make that. He could make that call. Yeah. They're like, yeah, in my universe, it's Cavill. Yeah, I don't know. So James Gunn, make the stand. Hashtag restore the Snyderverse. <laughs> yes. Oh my. Um. Goodness. Did you say one? You said a couple. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just wasn't sure if you had one definitive, like Paddington three. No, there's. Paddington 3. That's that probably not 22, 23. Yeah. I think it's 22 or 23. 22, like 22 or 23. The year 2,223 yeah. is when Paddington 3 is coming out. Everyone looking forward to it. 23. Josh yeah. is already saving up to be cryogenically frozen. <laughs> Nerdon's 100-year anniversary. <laughs> just you and us. Just, just earns. Welcome to Nerdon Podcast. No, you'd be cryogenically frozen. So you'd be oh, just yeah, as you are. Right. I'd just be like... Come as you are. Yeah. All right. Anyway, next question. Um. So this one's also from. No, we'll do this next one. So T Dog eighty two eighty two. This is from last yeah. week. Something that will happen if y'all can ever have nerd on as your only job. Oh my god. Something Wait, that I'm... can happen. They're saying like once this becomes our job, what's something we can do? Mm-hmm. It's just do one. We always make it a long meal. I know. Let's just do one thing. I already know what I want mine to be. All right. Yeah. Go. I want monthly anime du jour. Okay. I want to be making an episode of that. It's there's just so much planning that comes into like making. That's it. like yeah. our lot. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's great, not just. It's not even just yes. planning. It's planning. Uh, there's the pre-production. There's the actual filming. There's the post-production, and there's there, there's the social part of it. It's a, it's it it'd is be, a lot. It'd be cool yeah. to have like a there's, multi-step there's a too. Life. To have like a camera crew that records you actually making the food. Oh my god, that'd be really cool. I, yeah, and then it's like that's one episode. Because, because what I would love to do is when I'm doing the because I also. Try. I started trying to do test recipes beforehand to make sure that everything pans out. So it's test not like, recipes. man, I hope this works. Um, but like recording those steps so that when we're after the fact, we have the B-roll from from the before yeah. times. Yeah. So the, I would love to do that uh, once a month. And then you would have videos coming out all the time yeah. with food stuff that's really cute and thematic. I love that. I want quick. It. Quick? Yes. Oh, well, mine would be, uh, I've always had this idea 
going around it to different restaurants and spotlighting local spots or <gasps> traveling around. Uh, before before Nerd On was even a thing, I would talk to my wife about doing something with Tom, where Tom and I would go uh, around LA and try different foods and report on it and do segments and stuff. Uh, so that would be, off the top of my head, that's one of them. But also, First Impressions. It, it's a segment mm. that... that I really loved editing and you guys did some really great videos for, and I just, I, I really liked that segment. It was a quick little five minute recap. We have a few up on our channel, but I really enjoyed creating those and editing those. So if we had more time, I think that would be the first. It was basically a, the, the first, one of the first segments of our podcast is called first impressions. And it's basically what it sounds like. Just the first impressions of something. But for this, it was Video games. Video games, and yeah. We A new game would come out and be like, Play what are your a game first for like 10 hours and then report on what your first impressions are and what you hope for. Not necessarily a review, just like, yeah. a, this is fun. How, uh, how is you this. feel. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that would be the first segment I would bring back. Uh, I really miss like our, our tabletop gaming yeah. streams as a group. Uh, just like in studio, Zombicide. just like setting up Zombicide, setting up Outpost 31, just these, these different things. Like that was just, it would be cool to have the time to be able to do yeah. that. Just like, uh, I, I, I imagine our streaming room and having a table in the middle and it all being pre-set up. And we're just like, what game are we playing today? And they're like, oh, we set up uh, another Zombicide for you. Like, great. Give me Ned. Cool. Cool. <laughs> uh, I would love that. I'd, Ned I'd or probably, die. I'd, I'd probably want to do an entire challenge stream. So oh, everything we just do is so just like challenge. You. And so it's like beat this game in you know two hours. Challenge. Let's do it. Or like, you know, Tom eat just this really hot wing. To suffer more. He just wants to start the series that we we thought about rage quit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like even that, but then also like there's green demon challenge where you can get the one up from Mario and you have to outrun it while getting the red red coins. Yeah. But like, yeah, eat the hot sandwich or like 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 speed runs and stuff. Yeah. Too. Well, yeah. That, those kind of challenges, I'm all down for. It. I'm like, oh well, this sucks. And just like you know, or like the play the the bus game. You know, the one that's like 18 hours long. It's like cool. I'm not gonna sleep. I'll play it the entire time. Oh my god. Like, oh, the simulator. Yeah. Yeah. The I'll, truck driver simulator. Yeah. And stuff yeah, like yeah. That. I'll do that. Like those challenges. I'm down. I'm I'm willing to shed years of my life. For I think I think what would be a fun challenge for that is to find a a simulator of a drive from LA to oh. Northern California <laughs> and have then I'll actually drive it in real time and we'll try to like co-stream like? those together. <laughs> oh my god! Road trip. Yeah, see who can you know. And then, and then halfway through, it's just like, can I can I change the music? I'm putting this on. It's just, <laughs> no. just Michelle Branch. No. <laughs> um, how many how many questions? One more. One more. Okay. Yes, yeah, sir. Let's do another one. Let's do one more. Let's do it from the chat today. Um, let's do one from Doogler. Now, right. Doogler ninety three. Question: Was there ever something, a movie, a TV show, book, or game that you were super excited about? But when you, when you first heard about it, but when it finally came out, it lost its glamour. Mm. Oh man, tons of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know which one. <laughs> Indiana Jones, The Crystal Skull. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm in the fucking minority. <laughs> I like that movie. That's yeah. fine, but that's my. <laughs> I, I know that I'm not. No, the you only know who one. also <laughs> likes it. I think Julie likes it. No, no. I well, I, I, well. I believe what Julie was referring, and I watched. Temple of Doom. That movie is super problematic for a yeah. number of reasons. Okay. Yeah, for sure. uh, yeah, because so, uh, yeah, I we when I moved, we always camp out in our house, and I was like, oh, let's watch. We had just watched mm -hmm. Raiders of the Lost Ark, and I was like, oh, let's watch Temple of Doom. Kalima. 
Yeah, and the longer the film goes, you're like, these are the most stereotypes I've seen in a film in the longest time. Yeah. yeah. So I think Julie was referring to that one being taken mm, out of the list. And, yeah. And Crystal Skull being put back in. Nice. If I, I could be wrong, I could. I'm speaking on just a theory here, but yeah, yeah, yeah. watching it last time, there was a lot of like, oh yeah, forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Anywho. Yeah. Um, that's a good answer though. Yeah. It is because I, I at the time I was like, oh bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Bumskis. It got so a little ready. too, a little too like it always. Indiana Jones always teeters on sci-fi, but it just went a yeah, little. Yeah. It, it. It went for you know what it was. It went like more from a cult to sci-fi. Yes. And I think that's where it, it lost me. Yep. Caitlin? Caitlin? Corey? Okay, that was Caitlin. answered. Oh, you did. You're Josh. That's what it was. I'm thinking. For Thanks some reason, for I thought listening. Josh's was the Indiana Jones. I'm sorry. Do you have one? <sighs> thinking. Kinda. But, uh, but I don't have one off the top of my head. I don't have What's one yet. What's kind of, Tom? Hmm. WandaVision? Really? When it first came out, I was very underwhelmed with oh. the first three episodes. I remember that. And a lot of people were like, well, do you want the fourth episode to have been the first episode? I was like, no, because the first three episodes set the emotional tone, but they just don't do anything with plot. Like, I'm just mm. like watching things happen to people. Like, and it's kind of boring to me. And like, I'll say that with combined with Winter, Winter Soldier and then with Loki, I was like, their characters are pushing the plot. If things don't happen, it's because the characters aren't doing anything, but everything's just happening to Wanda and Vision. Mm-hmm. And so, like, to me, it was, like, very, like... They needed to lean a little more further into yeah, the plot and I was, sooner. I was really looking forward to it to be kind of like a Legion, kind of like a, a Black Mirror, where it's like, oh, let's play with so the all parodies this. weren't the problem. No, it just felt like none of the characters were in charge of their own realities, and then everyone's like, but well, that's part of it. Then I'm like, yeah, that makes it a boring show. You know, I can tell a, I can tell a bad story, too, but it's part of it. So, like... I liked it. Yeah, you can enjoy it and all that stuff. I just felt like it, like nothing, like just like me and Josh. Even in Frasier, mm-hmm. right? Like something happens. His dad moves in without his want, but then it's him still trying to look for love. Yeah, like in 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 the in the nanny, it's about her not being homeless, and then Mister Sheffield brings her in, but then she's the one that's changing how the kids are. Like there are things that make each character in like sound of music in these old sitcoms. Like the character is driving the plot, not the plot's just happening. Like mm. these are episodes that are like the fifth or fourth episode in uh, a Golden Girls show, but like even in Golden Girls, like it's about how Blanche and and Dorothy like get everyone to live in the same house. Like there are things that like make each even the character... Dick Van Dyke show had him balancing work. Yeah, with home life. it's not yeah. like things are just happening and then and plots happening to the characters and they're just like stuck. And so that '70s show still had progress in the first episode. Yeah, of... sorry, I just remembered Diagnosis Murder and I got really excited. <laughs> Is that something that it was an old show that Dick Van Dyke. Oh, 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 oh! I thought it was like another completely unrelated. I thought it was another thing that you no. were like that totally lost its shine for me once Not I saw even it. Even a little bit, I would watch Matt it again. Lock. <laughs> Bring me more diagnosis murder. Not um, saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's bad, but it, it lost its glamour because that was the one that was probably the most like I was excited about because it was the one that was least predictable mm, for mm-hmm. me. Because it's like you. Loki. Oh, it's travel the time. Cool. He's gonna become Cap. Okay, cool. And yeah. then it's like, what? Well, I, I don't know. Who knows? And then I was like, oh, I know. (laughs) Um, I mean, to be honest, and this is just a personal preference thing, but most, and that is a very choice word, most, not all, uh, single player games for me. Really? I usually lose their, I'm a multiplayer game kind of guy. So like, here's the thing. Not even FPS or adventure, but just all Well, especially uh, single player first person shooters. I find those to be really boring. Wow. I just, I would rather be doing something with friends. 
uh, like Witcher I loved, like RPGs, like heavy RPGs I can do, Knights of the Old Republic, stuff like that. But anything less than like a heavy, heavy RPG where I'm heavily influencing the story, uh, I just can't do it for more than a few hours. So like a big one for me that I, I use a lot because it has two aspects to the game is Gears 5. I, even playing with friends on Gear 5 story mode, I got really bored really quick within a few levels. It just became a little repetitive, that kind of stuff. But the horde mode, where you're surviving waves and waves of your friends and setting up traps and stuff like that, oh, I loved that. I could do that all day long. Um, but I think just the older I've got to, the more I'm just like, when I'm ha- playing games, I prefer to have that time set aside to play with someone else or with a friend or or whatever it is. So like that's mm-hmm. why I loved playing Sea of Thieves on Sunday and stuff like that. So even like the Halo games. Like you enjoy it, the, the enjoyment is higher with the other person? Oh, I every single Halo game that I've played through the first time was with the same squad. Oh, wow. Best friend. Nice. Yeah, Dustin, uh, Dustin and Mikey. We always, uh, whether, we, before we did it on the internet, I on release day, we would go together and we would land it up. Land up. Uh, but then once we got to, I think, Halo 3, we had Xbox Live and we just started playing them online. I've never, my first playthrough on a Halo game has never been solo. Wow. I just, yeah, I don't know. I just feel if it's not super story heavy RPG, then I'm just would rather be playing online. Wow. Nice. Huh. So like, yeah, Gears and Anthem was another big one that that. Oh, uh, Anthem. Yeah. Jazz. Oh. Yeah. Oh my heart. Anthem. Yeah. Anthem. No. Uh, no, actually, this one is though it is not the case now. Uh, it's one of my favorite games now. But when it first came mm-hmm. out, oof. Uh, Fallout 76. <laughs> Were you I, really hyped for that? I was super hyped. We yeah. saw the announcement for it. and yeah. wasn't we, I, I was there, wasn't I? Yeah, we the were E3 at that, that E3 yeah. and they- They gave we, us ice cream. Yeah. Um, pumped AF for it. And then I remember we played it on release date. And I remember it kind of petering out of excitement of just like- Oh. Within the few hours, it's a we sweater. Like, oh, a within sweater. like yeah, within hours of it, we're like, oh, I see what oh, this is. Okay, oh, and yeah. like uh, once you get to the first town, you're like, oh, this is not what I was. Pretty, this ho- is, it. This is pretty yeah. hollow. Yeah, and <laughs> I mean, it's so changed a lot, a lot, a lot. It is. Ha- I mean, many critics have even gone like it is a completely different game. Yeah. Wow, okay. than yeah. what it was, and uh, yeah, now it's one of my favorite games. The community is. Dope. Yeah. If yeah. it didn't have a community, would you still play it? It's a game that you have to play with people. Oh, not wow. the game requires it, but it's just, it's part of my experience with it. It's just like you and Halo. It is just so much more fun to squat up with some people and go kill ghouls yeah. or. The only thing that's interesting to do by yourself is to make your camp, build your camp. And that only yeah. gets you an hour. And the storyline is. Oh, wow. The, the storyline you have that. You can do it with oh, a group. It's so frustrating, but, though. But it's you a, all have to go into a separate instance. Oh my! So, like, if you're with a team and you're all happen to be on the same quest, you can't all do it together. You have to do it separately, or you have to help someone and you don't get the progress. Oh boy! So I'm hoping yeah. they fix that. Yeah, uh, I mean, good game. Anyway, uh, no, I the thing is, you that, know what is a good game? Yakuza, like a dragon, <laughs> <laughs> heavy RPG, single player game. Yep. So uh, yeah, Fallout seventy six was my my answer. But now it's, it's now it's got the glamour back. It does yeah, for me. There you go. Some of my best friends are online. Fallout. Yeah. So uh, uh, before we leave, yes. we won't be back next week. Oh no. yes, no, uh, we real not. quick, uh, everybody listening. Thank you, thank you for thank listening, you. everybody watching. Uh, yeah, we we 
announced it in our past episode last week. Uh, we will not be doing an episode for the week of July 4th. Uh, we decided to take a break, a much needed break. So yeah, first time in four years. I don't know what Tom's doing and I don't know what these guys are doing. And you know what? I don't I'm care. actively listening. Yeah. Kayla's trying to, uh, you know, do what she does. It's a main character from Shadow Warrior. His name is Big Wang. Big Wang? Oh. Wow. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> housekeeping for the update. Thank you so much right. for listening. Appreciate you all. Uh, you all are amazing. Have a wonderful- Y'all. Uh, y'all. Have a wonderful y'all. holiday weekend, week. Uh, check out our website, nerdon.tv. It has all of the information that is important. All yeah. the links, all of the channels, all of the platforms. Check it out, nerdon.tv. Share us with your friends, your family. Rate, review, Give us share. a review. Your Please. enemies. If you got like 10 seconds right now, you can give us a review. It yep. so much to and us. And we'll, we'll read them out on the show too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, stop by the Nerd On Nation. That, that is, like Corey said, it is in fact how we've been able to grow over the past couple of years and upgrade our content. It's literally um, the reason we can continue doing this. Yes, yes. It's like, exactly. Like it's the, the only reason, reason yeah. we can continue doing this. Exactly. So check it out, nerdon.tv backslash Patreon. It, it helps a lot, yeah. every bit. No matter what tier you're in, it helps. Even one and we're, doll we're, hair. We're pretty, wow, one doll hair. Yeah. Uh, we're pretty close to uh, the next goal, which is 60 members. And when we reach that, the Nerd on Nation gets to decide a topic for one of our episodes. So we're at your mercy. Be kind. Yes, be kind. <laughs> or don't. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Really. Or, or do hot rod. Who knows? Yeah. No, no, no. La La Land. La La Land is what he said. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. Oh, I'm not feeling so great. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. But uh, that has been this week's update. Thank you so much. You know the drill. As always, Nerd, Nerd on! on!